Hello, everyone, and uh, welcome to another episode of Schmidt and Lavelle. My name is Tom Lavelle, and as always, I'm accompanied by Mr. Timothy Schmidt. We Senor Schmidt. Senor Schmidt. We appreciate you joining us, and um, we appreciate you following, listening, liking, sharing, whatever it is that you're doing with us for the Schmidt and Lavelle Show. We appreciate you. We love you. Please spread the word. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your neighbor. Schmidt Lavelle, the hottest new show in all of Philadelphia. That's right. We've taken all of Philadelphia, not just Upper Roxborough anymore. But um, even that part of '95 that uh, that fell fell apart. We are the foundation to what I-95 has been built back up on. Schmidt and Lavelle. Yep. So you can be. Yep. You can rest assured whenever you drive across what was a collapsed bridge. We actually, we got word that most of those construction workers were listening to our show while they were rebuilding 95. Kind of like a motivation sort of thing. They they listened right. to us. They were motivated by how well we were doing and they wanted to up their game. And that's what we're going to keep trying to do for you, the listener. We're going to keep trying to up our game. We got a lot of ideas coming. As you know, last week we had our first show people have been wanting us to do in person we got that taken care of we set up the whole vacation for for ourselves and we're going to be covering all that this week on uh on the newest episode of schmidt and lavelle and on this before we move forward yes hold on before we move forward just need to ask the folks for a little feedback we're trying something new this week and we're doing the the blurred background what do you think guys do you like this i i like it I like it for me. I don't know, Tim, because you kind of have a cool background already. You're at the bar, you know what I mean? You got yeah. some mm-hmm. some Phillies towels, you got some, you know, Mo Larry Curly, whatever. You got you got a bunch of cool things behind you, that bar atmosphere. Me, I got a blank wall and some pillows. Well, we don't know that now. Who oh. knows what could be behind it, you know? <laughs> we could just use our imagination right mm. now. You never know what's lurking behind Tom Lavelle at his basement. But um So why don't you talk why don't you tell us what what's going to be on the show this week, Tom? On the show this Sorry week. Sorry to interrupt. No, on the show this week, we're going to be talking about our vacations, kind of a review of that. Is Tim a beach guy now these days? We'll see. Different shore points, hot dog eating contests, my waist size, Tim's tooth emergency, Ricky Fowler, Nick Castellanos, the Phillies, and so much more. And like we said at the beginning of the show, if you're liking what we're doing, please give us a subscribe, a follow, a like, a share, anything you can do. We, we, we're we growing and growing, and we're growing pretty well, Tim. I I, I like how, how these things are, are, are taking off. We're getting more views and more likes than we ever have, and um, thousands of views. And we're, our videos seem to be getting more and more popular, and we're going to keep trying to do that for you. Tom, I told you about, uh, just real quick, just to to touch on that before we get into the show rundown, but I told you on the way home from the shore on Sunday, I ran into John Crook at Farley Plaza. Right, yeah, and he had some nice things to say, right, Tim? Yeah, yeah, He, uh, I recognized him first, and I said, hey, yo, what's up, Crocker? And he he looked at me, and he did a double take, and he was like, he was like, Tim Schmidt, right, from uh, Schmidt and Lavelle? I was like, yes, absolutely. Like, yeah. He's like, big, he was like, big fan of the show, and I said, hey, look, I know you're on Sunday today. I know you're you're doing the, the Phil's broadcast. I said, good, good luck with your show, and, and he wished me well, and he said, hey, looking forward to, to – the next the next show with uh, Schmidt and Lavelle on Thursday night. And John Cruck, we appreciate you listening. We're big fans of you and we know you're big fans of us. And we're going to keep trying to do what we do in you know in, in same light of the 93 fills. You know what I mean? We're we're that's that's kind of our our, our vibe. But wouldn't you say Tim, we're we're very much Yeah, we're 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 a little we're a little bit of like macho row, if you will. Yeah. I I agree, yeah. you know. And so uh basically two princes or, or me and you, you know, like wasn't that the song they'd listen to after each each uh maybe win? Maybe uh, you know, Shill would go in there and he'd crank it, it crank it in the uh in the dugout. Do you remember? No, Shill Shill was not Shill was not part of Macho Row. I know, but he would always crank two princes after a win. 
I said, if you he was, want to call me, maybe just go ahead now. And if you want to call me, maybe just go ahead now. There's a great. <laughs> Tim, did you see the Phillies? And I know we're going off on a tangent here, but did you ever watch the uh, the Phillies 93 review VHS, whatever it takes? Dude? Harry Cows? Yeah. 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 Ah, of course. Incredible. Well, if you watch that, they will reference. How Shill used to play that after every win, in the in the in the in the locker room. Is that how it went? Yes, yes, that's exactly how it went. Yes. So we um we yeah. appreciate you and, and we appreciate John Crook for 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 listening. Um, and we certainly are following the Phillies. Now we do want to get to a couple more comments that we've gotten, and this past week we got several, and and I have a couple I'd like to note. From Stolzer614, he commented, not going to lie, look forward to these. You guys are funny as shit. When referencing our, our clips on Instagram, he loves them. He looks mm. forward to the videos. He looks forward to every show each week. He was telling us how funny he thought the show was. And Mr. Stolzer, we appreciate you listening, following, and spreading the good word about Schmidt and Lavelle. Another comment, talking about our vacation video when we brought up the fudgy wudgy guy and different ideas, different wudgy ideas that we had for the beach. That Eagles kid commented, sandwich wudgy got me. He loved the idea of a sandwich wudgy on the beach, a cart that walks up and down the beach selling peanut butter and jellies, ham and cheese, turkey and cheese, maybe a fresh Italian cold cut. Who knows? Turkey clubs. What do you think, Tim? On the beach. Could you beat it? I don't think so. Can't, can't, can't beat that. And our last comment by Mr. He Stiff Huxtable. He commented when we were talking about Tim's love for the beach, outlets and kinetic sand at the beach. I'm done. Of course, he put a <laughs> bunch of laugh emojis after that because apparently he thought that was very funny. Now, Tim, that brings me to my first question. After your, your week down the beach, I, I've been sensing a new tune from you. Are you now a beach no. guy? Tom, I uh, I gotta say, this week has really kind of turned the tide, if you will. No pun Whoa. intended. Whoa! Whoa! Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the tides are turning. Yeah, and uh, you know what it is, though. But it's it's more about the setup more than anything, right? Like, so spent a lot of time. We were down in Seattle just to get kind of you know, portray, you know, for the listeners and. You were down in Seattle as well. That's and right. I was on I was on seventy sixth on the bay. So we had we we're two families, well actually three families, and we split two houses. And the other side of the family had the house on seventy fourth and pleasure, which is if you know Seattle, it's right on the beach. Um, so this this house was right on the beach, and I obviously, if you saw from the video from our account, I had a a golf cart throughout the entire week courtesy of sunrays yeah uh, shout out to sunrays beach rental that that cart was dare i say fat yes <laughs> it, it was it was fat p-h-a-t p-h-a-t man what a fat whip you had there <laughs> <laughs> and it made getting around a lot easier so every day it was cool uh, i mean that thing was cool tim i, yeah. I you pulled up and i was like what is this and you had the the speaker going uh, it looked like yeah. leather seats and everything like it, it was sweet bluetooth yeah. the whole thing was just incredible and it makes for getting around the beach town a little easier right and so my my house was on 76th and the bay and the other house was on the beach at 74th and, and pleasure and i was able to just load up the kids and beach chairs and the coolers and we drive right to the beach we'd park the thing and literally just i mean they were on the beach so all i had to do was unload it and then i left my my beach stuff and everything else there for the entire week so it was only essentially it was one trip wow and and all i had to do was cart back and forth like the kids and 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 the the other adults that wanted to go to the beach and it was a seamless transition and I think the reason why I'm now a beach guy is because it was so easy. Like, dude, I mean, we had we had a prime position on the beach 
yeah, we had to walk I don't know, maybe maybe 45 yards, 50 yards to get a prime set up right on the beach in Sea Isle. Um, coolers, everything. We had a bathroom like right available. Like if, if so my kids key. had to go to the bathroom. That is so food, key. Food was available at any time. All I had to do is get up and walk back to the house and grab some. Dude, we are my my cousin Rachel. She would cook hot dogs, okay? Put them in tinfoil and load them up with ketchup and mustard. And she would have like, she would cook like 20 hot dogs and half of them would be mustard, half of them would be ketchup. And we didn't even have to get up and, and go back to the house for them because she already cooked them and brought them down to the beach, wrapped them in the aluminum foil so they stayed somewhat warm. It's just like a genius idea. And you know what? I got to owe it to my family, my other side of the family that, that really turned the key on this one because I, this whole week I was, I was ramming on being a, like I hated the sand and I didn't right. like being on the beach. And Tom, I was on the beach every day for at least four to seven hours. So, and that's where it's, especially if you can get to that golden hour on the beach where it starts to like, like the sun is 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 getting yeah. lower and you get that nice mm-hmm. now how was your what was your uh shade situation like on the beach did you have a, a tent up or anything like that or these cold cabanas or or uh umbrella no, or what I, was the, I, what was the setup there so no just a lot of chairs the other side of the family is more of a you know they're italian so they they burn and tan easy uh, um not me so much as you know. I, I'm a I'm a I'm with you today. Irish German, so I like as much shade as possible. But you know what? I dealt with it and I lubed up on the uh, the ocean or the on the uh, the lotion. I, I had my nice uh, you know SPF seventy or eighty or whatever the whatever the highest number you could possibly get. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I prevented myself from burning, which was great. Um, but like. There's a couple of things that I really, now that I'm a beach guy, I started noticing like the kind of irritated me a little bit. All right. And I already talked about the fudgy wudgy guy and, and how that dude's awesome. And right. And, and Hero for you. Respect to that whole. Yes. Yeah. Much respect to that dude. But what I don't get, right. Are the people that want the prime real estate. Okay. On the beach. Right. So they set their self up. They're right in front, so they get to dip their toes in the water as soon as the tide comes up. But, like, the people that set up behind them, like, I don't know, like 15 yards behind them that that may have, you know, the key to what actually a great beach setup is because you don't have to move because when the tide comes up, mm. you don't have to relocate. So the people that are in front that keep on pushing back start infiltrating Rookies. your space. Yes. What is what, what What's is the, the protocol? With, like. Yeah, I because yeah. I look. I'm a new Tim. Beach, we ran into that situation. Guy. We ran into that situation. It's funny. We were asking ourselves that same situation. So if I can set up the 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 what what happened with us, we got down yeah. to the beach, right? And we set up, and we're two families, and so it's not a ton of people, but we've got four kids and five adults, right? And so that's several chairs. You know, I think we have we ended up having eight chairs. So we have eight chairs and we bring these things called cool cabanas that we got new this year, which are great. If I were to suggest something to you, Tim, I'd say invest in a in a cool cabana. It's very easy to set up. Um, you probably saw them out there on the beach. It's like it's basically a little cabana that is like it pops open like an umbrella and the corners have these things that you fill with sand and it holds it down. So either way, we had that set up. We had our chair set up and we're ready to go. You know, we're out there, there's no one in front of us, and there's a mark on the sand to where high tide goes to. I don't know if you noticed that, Mm -hmm. Tim. You can see where high tide was last night, right? Because the water came up and it flattened the sand, and where the sand isn't flat, the water never got to. So we go right to the line of where the sand is, right? Well, then we're sitting there maybe half an hour, and here comes this family, and they're bringing, uh, they're bringing, they're, they they got a whole crew coming up, right? There's room to the left of us. There's room to the right of us. There's room that they go maybe 
10 yards in front of us and plop down right where we know water is coming. They, they take away our view of the, of the beach. You know, they're, they're now literally right in front of us, right? They're, they're setting up all their chairs. I mean, they might've had 15, 20 chairs. Well, I mean, let's, let's be realistic. I mean, the, the ocean's pretty big, so they didn't really take up your view. I mean, it's not like you're at a movie theater and some seven foot guy sits in front of you and you can't see the screen. Dude, but you don't understand what I'm saying. They're blocking yeah. our direct sight into the ocean. You know, obviously I can see sure. the ocean. It's big, but you know, right. there's there was plenty of room to either side of us. Well, right. so now they're doing things and we have our setup and we're like, hey, you know, we were here first. And they're coming in and, and going right for it. Okay, whatever. And as the day's going on, the tide is coming closer and it's coming closer and closer. I'm saying, hmm. I keep on. How's uh, this going to go? And they're sticking a little bit back, <laughs> a little bit back. Tim, I have to say, it was a very fulfilling moment when the tide finally came up. They're not, they're not paying attention. Wet towels wet shirts, wet everything. <laughs> yes. And now they're scrambling. They're scrambling yeah. around and we're sitting there like, huh? And then they're moving back like, are we supposed to move now? Like, am I supposed to move back for you? Because you yeah, came no. and set up right in front of me all day and took the, the what seemed to be the prime real estate. And now, yeah. so then they tucked their tails and they went behind us and set up then behind us, right? But... Yeah. It was it was just like it, it here's the thing. If they would have acknowledged it once that hey guys, we got a large group coming down here. We don't mean to like jump right on top of you. We're just trying to be in this space for a while, you know. Is there any, you know, I would have said, Hey, let's you guys are we're, we'll move here, we'll move there, we'll we'll accommodate, you know what I mean? But they never acknowledged us. They never like we weren't even there. And it it felt good when their shit got washed away. I gotta tell you, Tim. But I don't know the protocol yeah, so, on that. Well, no, I think it's it's got to be. I think we should set it up right now. The protocol has to be like if look if you want the prime real estate, you want to sit up front, okay? You can continue to move back, but guess what? If there's people behind you, you got to go. You got to scurry. You got to go to the aisles, right? Right, and fill and and be space fillers. You can't. You can't like, dude. The, the people that were in front of us. They started moving back like they were part of our crew. Like there was like, like integrated. Like it was like my cousin, then this random dude, and then it was my another cousin. It was like they were just trying to infiltrate our space. I'm like, <laughs> dude, what is, what is going on right here with these yeah. people? Like, hey, get the hell out! Of get to the back of the the sand here, right? Like, and look, I don't want to speak out of line because I'm not, I'm not the beach guy. You're you know? a new beach guy. Yeah, I was complaining. I didn't want to speak out of turn, but like, hey, after consulting with other beach people on the beach, they had told me that there is a protocol and people have to follow the rules. Yeah. Look, and you know, when people don't follow the rules, Tom, all is chaos. Chaos. <laughs> Anarchy. But so yeah. I forgot to mention, too, the family in front of us, not only did they come plop down in front of us and they had a ton of seats and all this other stuff, whatever, they started digging this hole. A huge hole, right? They wanted to dig a big, like, like pool so that when water did come up, it went into the pool. And so they were sitting behind that. And I feel like they thought it was going to block the tide from getting them. So the funny thing about it was, is when the water came out, it went around everything and didn't go into the pool at all. And it soaked all their <laughs> stuff and stuff like that. So I'm standing there, they're scurrying around and there's a guy standing there. I go up to him, I go, you know what's funny is none of the water went in the thing. Like just a just an observation, <laughs> and he wanted nothing to do with that comment. He goes, "Yeah, <laughs> dude i i used I used to think uh, when I was a kid on the beach that like they're like digging like a giant hole and like yeah digging the moat right. Like I I make this castle right in the middle and then I draw like. Yeah, I dig a hole right around and like, oh yeah, my my castle's gonna be saved. And like yeah, it just doesn't happen at all. It never happens. And like I'd be like, Oh my god, my castle's gone. No, this is terrible. <laughs> That's why you aren't a beach guy, because your castles yeah. are always crumbling. <laughs> yeah. Now, Tim, oh, but, I I will say this, ahead. even towards the end, like where you guys 
we're at 70. I the beach is not as long as like a wildwood is like a long walk, you know. Ocean City has a long is a is yeah. a big beach. Sea Isles isn't mm-hmm. that big, but I do remember it being like more room than was there this year. I don't like in years past, I don't remember having this set up closer to the dunes than I than I had remembered for you know the I the, the prime some, spot. There is some beach erosion going on. Uh if you haven't noticed, Tom, in the uh right off the Seattle Beach, like probably is it more it was probably closer to Avalon you you saw a uh a dredger, if you will. I okay. think that's the term. And it's it's basically uh what I was told was that this ship it's out there 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and they pull sand from the bottom of the ocean. They blow it back onto the beach. So that's what's going on. There's beach erosion everywhere. And in, in North Wildwood, dude, there's no beach right now because the beach has – the water level is is rising. And I, I don't know if you believe in all this uh, – Oh, you know, like, yeah, the global warming and stuff. Global warming and all the – The water the, levels. Yeah. The water levels and things of that nature. Hey, listen, I mean, you can't argue the fact that, you know, in 1975, there was a beach in North Wildwood. In 2023, there is not a beach in North Wildwood right now. I mean, it's hard to argue that. Um, I mean, but, I, know, I noticed it from a couple of years ago, Tim. I mean, even yeah. last year, like I've noticed that we're setting up a little further back. Like I've definitely noticed yeah. that. But hey, listen, I'm not re- really worried about that. I'm not worried about that unless my real estate is taken from me and people are starting to in- impose on my inner circle while I'm on the beach. All right. Yeah. And true. I'll tell you what, I I spent a lot of time in the water. Tom, love. There's a lot of like activity on the Seattle Beach. Yeah, those lifeguards were in action, dude, the entire time I was down there. It was Very, pretty impressive yeah. to see. Like, and they're I don't get it. it. Like, they know what they're doing. Yeah, they're, there's there's been there was like three incidents in, in one day where they just made everyone get out of the water and you thought it was like a scene out of Jaws. You thought there was a shark, but apparently like three lifeguard towers down, there was like a kid that you know had to be saved out of the water because of a rip current or whatever. And God bless him. But like, hey, listen, I'm I'm here trying to swim too, but like <laughs> do do we need every lifeguard tower down here saving one kid? Like, can't we all just go swim and have fun? Yeah. Like, why you shut the entire beach down? All right. Like, I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. They did that in, in a couple of days, too. What we thought was something. And then it turned out it, it looked like a training exercise and they shut it down, you know. But they were very. And the wind, the sea was rough that day, my friend. And uh, yes, it was. I would say that there was a couple of days where that, that, that current and the, the tide was, was starting to get, you know, it could toss you around a little bit. And so. I guess they're, they're there, the air on the on 10, the side of safety, you know. Ten to twelve foot waves, dude. I was out there, cat body surfing, dude. I got tossed like a corkscrew a couple times, and I'm a I'm not a small guy, right? I mean, those things they, those things were you're tearing me up a little bit, but it was fun to be out in the ocean. I got to pee in the ocean a bunch of times. I don't know if Always that, fun. that's a topic we should address. It was great. You didn't have to go back to the house, even though my house was on the beach. It was nice to get out there and just let a couple rip, you know? You know what, Tim? I am pro-peeing in the ocean, and I will tell yes. you, but I am anti-peeing in the pool. I do not. I've, I've never peed in a pool in my life, ever. Did you, you know that? I've never peed in a pool. Never peed in a pool unless I did it when I was a kid. Right, unless um, I was like a baby I and I don't remember. But I've never yeah. consciously peed in a pool. Ever and I never will. And you know what? Part of the reason when I was a kid, not that like I I never would have. I was paranoid because I got the story about the purple trail following you around if you pee yes, in the pool. Yes, the per- yes, <laughs> yes. You heard this story? Yeah, they put that s- special dye if you yeah. pee, they detected urine, and all of a sudden there'd be a cloud around you. And you'd hear the story about yeah, one time there was a party and um so-and-so's dad or mom was in the pool. Next thing you know, everyone saw that she had peed in the pool or he <laughs> yeah. had peed in the pool. So then I remember getting out of the pool and going to the bathroom and then like like shaking, like making sure like I don't need a drop. I don't want to drop. <laughs> you know what I mean? I didn't know 
what sets off this die. You know what I mean? <laughs> Everyone's like, going to know. Finally shake it. Like, come yeah. on. Every <laughs> drop was coming out. Uh, Tom, come on. It's been a... T- no, 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 no. I mean, I'm getting every drop out. I, I, I'm not getting that. No one's getting me with the purple ring. on that thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> got the kung, the kung fu grip. You're like, yeah. come on. <laughs> Get out of here. Get out of here. Taking draining the lizard to a whole new level. <laughs> I was paranoid of that, but I never, I never wanted to pee in a pool. But the ocean, I really don't care, you know. Which is, I guess, kind of weird. But the pool, no. The ocean, yes. Pool, no. Piss in the ocean, I mean, dude, not in the pool. Listen, the pool, the pool is is eight eight foot deep, probably in most pools on average. It goes to, you know, all the way down to two feet. It's uh, you know, it's about what twelve feet wide by like I don't know, maybe sixty feet long, and like there's multiple people on it. The ocean is forever. Yeah, right. The entire Earth is made. It's seventy percent water, dude. It's yeah. like what? What are we talking about here? I and just... the water line's coming up, so there's more room to pee. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, we, we're definitely now, Tim. Um. Oh, one thing that we both had happen this weekend that was a first, I think it was a first for me. I don't know if it was a first for you, but the rental we had was a Sunday to Sunday rental. And I was first, I was like, well, Sunday to Sunday. I've never had Sunday to Sunday. I didn't know they did Sunday to Sunday. I always thought they should do Sunday to Sunday and just was curious, like, oh, I guess it's Saturday to Saturday. I never knew why. But then to find out that you also had Sunday to Sunday, I'm saying, is this a new thing? Are we have we moved the date of check in and check out? What were your thoughts on the check in Sunday, check out Sunday? Well, number one, traffic. I mean, it's advertised like when you when you're looking for this rental, it's advertised Sunday to Sunday, no traffic. Like avoid all the you know all the the rentals because. Most of the rentals are from Saturday to Saturday. So, like, you're a day late, which means that you avoid most of the the rental goers that are leaving on Saturday or coming in on Saturday, right? You get there on Sunday and you leave on Sunday, which is fantastic. Um, I did notice that. Less traffic there, less traffic um, Yeah, it was was perfect. Honestly, it took me an hour and 20 minutes to get down um, without any traffic. And... It took me an hour and probably 25 minutes. I add 10 because I ran into John Crock on the way home, but um <laughs> uh no big deal. But it yeah, it, it it just the thing that bothered me more than anything was the Saturday crowd that came in for 4th of July weekend. Um which look, if it was last year, I I ran it I rented from Saturday to Saturday. And it was a week before, so I didn't have to deal with like Fourth of July weekend. But like Fourth of July weekend is a monster down the Jersey Shore, and it just turned into an absolute nightmare from Saturday morning to Sunday, probably midday. Like I left at eight thirty, but like I just know that it was just it was a madhouse. Yeah. It's just so much, it's just so much traffic and like rentals, like the whole week you could tell on our block that there was probably, it was probably half occupancy. So like there was a lot of houses that just didn't have people in them and there was plenty of parking on the street and you didn't have to worry about it. Like on Saturday, uh, we had my dad's friend that wanted to come over and have a couple of drinks and have dinner. He came over to the house from ocean city with his wife and they're they're an older couple and dude for 25 minutes they drove around trying to find a spot wow to the point where i like they were about to go back to ocean city they're like it's not even worth it and then like i was like you know what i'll follow you around until you find a spot and i'll pick you up and i'll drive you to the house which is ridiculous in itself and then i was like you know what dude like i'll just give up my spot and i'll take my kids out and we will go play miniature golf while you guys sit here and have so I gave up my spot so they could park in my spot. And then I went and did something for two and a half hours with my kids and then came home. 
Wow. Like that's that's how ridiculous it was on Saturday. And I was like, dude, honestly, I kind of wish I was going on Saturday instead of Sunday now, you know? Right. Yeah. And I think like you're saying, I like the Sunday to Sunday, just maybe not going into the fourth of July weekend, you know, maybe a week later or a couple weeks later or a week before, whatever, just so that you're not dealing with such a crammed time like you definitely noticed the spike in in traffic and volume traffic down. volume yeah just, yeah it, like you couldn't even go out to have like a bite to eat like if you wanted like i took my girlfriend out to to lunch um down to o'donnell's and i have another another bone to pick with with this whole situation too, uh, by the way o'donnell's um so, no we went down like in the morning on on Saturday morning, I'm like, hey, look, we'll go out to lunch and have a nice bite to eat. And so a lot of these bars now, they don't even open until five o'clock at night. Yeah. They go so I get to O'Donnell's and I'm thinking of going into the, the actual restaurant to have a nice bite to eat, like a full menu. And it's locked. So I'm with my girlfriend and I'm like, I'm I'm happy to treat her to a nice, nice little lunch. It's a Saturday of Fourth of July weekend, and they're not even open inside. So they point me to a lunch truck. They're like, "No, we have a lunch truck." And there's like eight items on the lunch truck, and I'm like, "Like, what is this? It's yeah. like a short rib grilled cheese. It's like a uh, quesadilla." Yeah, and uh, it's like the first opportunity I had to take my girlfriend out to like a nice meal because I had my kids all weekend, yeah, you know, all week, and yeah, I just I just wanted like it's just a quick like two hour nice little lunch or whatever yeah with my girlfriend and like i'm i'm taking her to a lunch truck because and apparently it's they don't have enough help down there which is a shame but i, I noticed that too to... tim and i noticed that earlier in the week when it wasn't even as crowded it's more ridiculous to not be open when you know you're going to be busy it's fourth of july weekend how are you not open you know what i mean but we were down there and it was a certain night and we let like my wife and her sister and her mom. And they were like, go out. You know, they like to do, um, they like Atlantic city. They go to Atlantic city for, for the night. Like we just stay home with the kids. We smoke cigars and, you know, drink on the, on the deck, but we always order pizza for them when they come home. So it's ready. Like they come home, they were having fun. They have a couple slices of pizza. They go to bed. We all, whatever. Tim, there wasn't a place open. I mean, and we're calling it like nine o'clock on a fucking, you know, it, it, down the shore, the, the the place we had to go is Uncle Oogie's, and they closed at ten. And so, like, but I couldn't believe there wasn't another like one spot open till ten o'clock. You know what I mean? Like, this is prime time down the shore. Like, this is peak. You know, months. You got to be making yeah. as much as you can. No wonder you don't. You can't afford help. You're not open. You know, like <laughs> someone's got to be and- there. And look, I mean, we're we're bitching here. I mean, look, we had a we had a, I had a great time down the shore. It was just like it's a couple of things that kind of annoyed me a little bit, and that was one of them. Um, but it's just it's just the, yeah, the, the convenience. When you're on vacation, you want all the amenities to hit, right? You want right. everything to work in your favor, and some just didn't, and and that's fine. But uh, you know, I just it it it, it kind of rubbed me the wrong way with that whole situation. You know? Yeah, I hear you, dude. So, Tim, last question. We're down at Sea Isle. As far as all the shore points go on the New Jersey side, where is, to me, Sea Isle is my favorite place to go. I go to LBI. My mom's in LBI. We go stay there. I'm not a huge fan of LBI. I don't, I don't like the vibe there. I don't like the traffic. If you don't like the traffic at Sea Isle, well, you go to LBI, me- it's... Yes, New York. Yorkers. Yes, yeah, but they got a four-lane so road right through the middle of the whole island that you have to like contend with wherever you go. It's you're either walking the sidewalk with a four-lane road going down the side, or you're trying to cross it. The beaches are shorter than Sea Isle, so there's not a lot of place, and they're steep. So with kids, it's tough. You can get sucked out like that, you know? Yeah. No, I mean, so here, here's my thing. All right, so. With with having kids, my kids are eight and ten, and they've graduated. Like it's like a it's a progressive thing. When you start out with kids, 
you start out usually everyone starts out in Ocean City, right? Like, right. It's like the the you know it's a dry town. It's got the boardwalk. It's got yeah you know, all the amenities. It's got the it's got the 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 rides for the kids that are that are just less dangerous, if you will, right? Like, right. They're like the Ferris wheel and all the, like the yeah the kitty rides, right? Um. So we started out there and Ocean City has everything. It's just like the family spot, right? And I think it's been voted like the number one beach town in, in all of USA, like a handful of times. And it's a great spot. But like as you get older, you need to start adjusting, right, to your kids and what your kids like. And my kids love rides, dude. They love the rides. And um, like last year we were on – the boardwalk. We were essentially we we're on the boardwalk. We we're on 20th Street in Wildwood, um, right by yeah you know, the arcades, and we hit the boardwalk every single night. And I obviously got a little expensive for me because you're playing the crane games all the time, and you're yeah. popping balloons, and you're hitting the rides, and but it's it's exactly what they want, right? And for the most part, like the vacation is about more so the kids right than than you right you just you kind of adjust but like the sea isle thing is more so a beach town right like and that's why i think i turned into a beach guy this week is because yeah so i just think that you need to pick the shore town that's that's really specific to what your kids like and you know like you could force your kids to say, Hey, you love the beach and just take them to Sea Isle and never go to wild, whatever. Right. Right. But I mean, to make them truly happy, maybe you should take them to Wildwood and, and spend a lot of time on the boardwalk and do the rides and the and the water park. Dude, dude, we had such a great time. Dude, my daughter Emma, um, who never like could never do water rides. She did shotgun falls. She was swimming in 10 feet of water. She like hit every slide at Raging Waters. And I was so proud of her, dude. It was like, so like, you know, you test, you, you have them test their boundaries and they, they keep on pushing themselves. And um, as they get older, you know, it was cool to see like last year, she was so attached to me, right? Like every right. minute of every uh, during the water park. And this year she went with her, sister and her other two cousins and they went and hit every water slide in the water park together on their own didn't ask me to be them be near them holding her hand or anything like that it's just cool to see that development and stuff like that I mean, like we talk about being dads on this podcast oh, yeah and it's a cool thing to see them grow and mature into you know what they're doing now, like in terms of rides and stuff like that. So it's cool. No, I had something similar, same kind of thing, that progression with now, you know, we went on the log flume ride, which was a big step. Mickey's graduated to where he's tall enough to go on certain rides that he wasn't allowed to last year. And so he went down there. I know he was scared of the one ride. He went on it. He did it. He survived and was, was happy that he did it. He said it was scary, but you know, he made it. And then, also, riding the bike down there, he has gone from being scared to go too fast on the bike to now flying around. And we're home now. We're riding the bike every night, and he's just progressing with that. So to see that stuff is really some of the best stuff in, in parenting, you know? So uh, kudos to that. So I'm, I'm sure we'll be graduating to a Wildwood, you know, before I know it. Before I know it, Tim. We'll be in Wildwood uh, going on all the rides. You'll be so pissed. You'll be so pissed because you'll be like, where's Sea Isle at? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right, Tim. So this past week, we we, we are filming right now on what is 4th of July, yet again showing our commitment to all the loyal followers and listeners we have out there that we're committed to putting out content on a consistent, regular basis. On the 4th of July, a tradition – the Nathan's hot dog eating competition. Tim, have you ever seen this hot dog eating competition? You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Um look, it's uh it's an absolute <laughs> it's just a shit show a little bit, right? Like um it's cool to see 
I remember like back in the day, it was like Kobayashi versus uh, Joey Chestnut. Like that was like the big rival. Right. Um, and dude, I honestly never really paid attention to it. I saw, always saw who won. But watching it over the last like day, today, and there's like <laughs> highlights of it from yesterday. <laughs> It's, yeah. it's not the great it's not the great it's not like your like local hot dog eating contest yeah. where like people are just ripping down a hot dog and it's fun like these people are fucking they're slopping the slopping the bun and like water and like there's shit flying everywhere they're shoving them down and they're like doing the whole thing yeah. women men it's 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 a mess tim and I want to say the record is 76 hot dogs in 10 minutes by Joey Chestnut. Tim, I don't know if I've eaten 76 hot dogs in my entire life. I think I've gone a year, you know, without eating a hot dog. You know what I mean? And not just be- like that I necessarily dislike hot dogs or anything like that, but I might I might have had in my lifetime if I added it up two, three hot dogs a year. Am I? Oh, am I-, I mean, that's, that's a travesty. That's a travesty in itself. I mean, hot dogs are are Americana, dude. These this is what Fourth of July's all about. Like, I had a hot dog to a today. I had a hot you're dog going today. To a dollar, you never going to a dollar dog night and had like ten hot dogs? Not ten. I think I've had like you know maybe max three at a at a dollar dog night. You know? Are you fucking kidding me, dude? What's the point of going to a dollar dog night then? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I got three hot dogs for three bucks. That's a pretty good deal. Oh, dude, you are the worst. Dude. <laughs> like, like, yo, know, I, I thought I thought there was a lot, a lot more coming out of this segment than the fact that you don't eat hot dogs. That's terrible. I had a, a hot, hot dog, dog today. Is that's one hot dog? You that that's probably like a total and I've of got ten my, in the last I'm, five. I'm done for the year. <laughs> That's brutal, dude. I might That's have a brutal. hot dog one other time this year, the rest of this year. I maybe. And it'll be this summer. It'll be What do you summer. have what do you have against what do you have against hot dogs? I don't really have anything against hot dogs, but if I have the choice between a hot dog and a burger, I'm going burger. What about bacon? I love bacon. I'll eat bacon all day. Well, That's I mean, not a hot dog. I love scrapple. I, mean, I love pork roll. I like all that stuff. I'll, I'll eat all of that, you know? Do you ever have a fried bologna sandwich? I, like I love that. Do you ever fried have a fried bologna sandwich? Do you ever My have dad one? loves a fried bologna sandwich. Dude, that's as old no. school as it gets, a fried actually, bologna sandwich. Actually, no, I have. My dad has made me eat one like before. He's definitely made me have fried bologna. Oh, they're incredible. It's basically a grilled cheese with some fried bologna in it. It's – I'm not – hey – no baloney, it's incredible. <laughs> Bologna. I like hot dogs. I don't dislike hot dogs, but it's not something I'm having for dinner. You know what I mean? I just I don't do it when uh, when I'll, when the option is there for at a barbecue or a grill that I'm at, and um, there's like burgers and hot dogs. Maybe I'll have a hot dog and a burger, you know, or a piece of chicken with it or whatever. I'm a big potato salad guy. I love potato and pasta salad, Tom, whatever. Tom, can I interrupt you real quick? The, yeah. I mean, Lady Gaga's, she's singing her. It's the last part of Maverick, and it's, oh, it's beautiful right now. I'm listening <laughs> to this. It's another room. It's just a beautiful Summer blockbuster, oh, Gaga song. Oh, it's beautiful. Is that jumping into your top five, Tim? I know we did just a, a top five summer blockbusters. It's, is it's is Maverick? What I is mean, that song that she's that is from the movie? I know I, it too. Know. It's fantastic right now. I'm listening to it. It's it's beautiful. It's in the background. I wish I could turn it up a little bit, but I love Lady Gaga. Let me tell you, I'm a big Gaga. I'm I'm. I go Gaga for Lady Gaga. Well, Tim, it's funny that we're bringing up eating all these hot dogs and all this other stuff. I had an interesting thing happen this past weekend, and I've had to come to grips with what's been going on. As you know, I'm getting older. I recently turned 40 years old. I've got a young baby at home, another kid, and I 
am not getting maybe to the gym as much as I would like. Uh, my eating habits mm. are more about convenience than they are about nutrition. Um, a lot of things going on, drinking, whatever. Tim, I had to come. I've, I've always been a 32. I've always worn a 32 waist my whole life. You know, very easy. Mostly 32, 32. Very, very simple. You, if I need a pair of pants, 32, 32. Tim, this past week, I said, let me try on these 34s, and they fit perfectly. Comfortable, nice around the waist, not too tight. Tim, I've moved to a 34, and this is reason for concern for me, you know? I'm a fat piece of shit. I'm an old fat piece of shit. I don't know when it happened. I don't know how it happened, but it's happened. I'm here. I've done it. And my life is over. That's all. I just wanted to confess that to well, our, uh, our listeners out there. Probably don't want to hear what my waist is, but uh, yeah, I've I've moved into the 40s before I turned 40. So it's not a good. It's not, not, a, not a good thing. Tim, I've been 32 since I can remember. Probably you're since not like Seinfeld high school. And you're right. Are you writing your your waist size on the jeans on the inside? <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. I don't know what. Uh, it, you know, I don't even know that that reference. I'm missing the uh, the uh, Seinfeld. Well, he used to he used to write. On his jeans on the inside, he was a it was a thirty one waist, <laughs> and he always wrote it on the inside of his jeans. He would he would black out the actual number, and he'd write thirty one on the inside. It's just like a weird thing that he had. <laughs> always been a thirty one. <laughs> well, Tim, I've got to do something about that, and I'm thinking when Benny gets to be one years old. He is going to be allowed into daycare. We've been on the waiting list forever. They said once he turns one, he will be in daycare. We'll come and watch it, you know, drop him off. At that point, I will be getting some time back, some time to go to the gym, some time to get a little bit healthier, a little bit more mobility, a little bit more moving. And I vow to be back in 32s again at some point. I might go right back to 34s after that, but 32s. I'll be back, 32s. <laughs> I got the 32s blues. All right, Tim, so you had something happen to you this uh, this past week. You had you had a bit of a, oh, a dental oh, issue. Oh, dude, it was it was brutal. Uh, people probably uh, can resonate with me uh, with, with this whole situation. And it, I'm driving home. I picked up my kids on Friday before we went down to the shore, and we're driving home, and we got stuck in traffic and it was pretty brutal traffic and I ran out of water and I was starting to get like a little, little thirsty. And my daughter in the back seat had a, a piece of gum. And usually when you chew some gum, you know, create some juice, right? And you, yeah. Yeah. So she's like, dad, I got a piece of gum. Do you want some? And dude, I don't chew gum. I'm a mint guy. I'm like a, you know, the winter green mint, stuff right like yeah. the uh the icebreaker mints and yeah, I do yeah, that yeah, all yeah. the time I, I probably haven't had a, a piece of gum in about five years she gives me a piece of gum i chew it for about 30 seconds and i feel something pop in the back left hand corner of my mouth and it's a filling oh in, no in my molar it's popped out and now i'm freaking out and I'm like, dude, like I'm going on vacation. Like I need to get this thing fixed. Like I need like an emergency dentist appointment. Like, and the problem is that I used to date a dental hygienist mm. before the girl that I'm dating now. And I can't go back to that office, Tom. No, you can't. I can't. I can't call up that office and be like, hey, I had a feeling. All out. Um, hey, hey, how you doing? Uh, long time no talk to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here, so now, come on in. I'll, we'll, we'll clean you up real good, Tim. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's like, oh, yeah, we got Tim on line one. Uh, he wants yeah. to come in for an emergency appointment. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get him. I think Dr. Isaac Yankums is available. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So 
I hadn't been to the dentist since I've broken up with this this ex girlfriend, and um, it's because of that reason I've been putting it off. So mm. I happened to run into a buddy of mine, Timmy Spence, um, big fan of the show, by the way. Hey, love uh, Tim Spence. Catered my uh, birthday party. Hmm. Yeah, from what I remember, goes, the food was great. <laughs> he goes, hey. I got my dentist. I'll get you in the morning. No problem. I go, seriously? He goes, yes, no problem. So I show up for the dentist appointment. And sure enough, they get me in. They get me fixed, temporary filling. And they go, hey, you're going to need a a root canal, which is scheduled for tomorrow, Tom. So I got my teeth cleaned. I got a root canal scheduled. But like over the weekend, you know, down the shore, I, I, I'm, I'm in this relationship with this beautiful girl, right? My, my, my girlfriend Diane. Yeah, and she's got the, the best set of teeth that a man can ask for, a woman can ask for. She's got bright white teeth, and I'm sitting there, and I'm in this, these photos, and I'm smiling, and I'm like, man, I, I gotta get my teeth whitened, dude. Like it's, it's about time, man. Yeah. I got a great smile. I just need to brighten these puppies up a little bit. Tim, I I think you have great teeth, and I've noticed it. Dare I? I have noticed it when I when we're doing video for for the show, and I'm cutting yeah. and editing and stuff like that. I go, man, he's got big, he's got nice teeth because partially because I got these big old chompers that always stick out, and you know, it, not not the nicest set, you know. I I but you know, I try to cover them up as much as I can when I'm on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, teeth are and are so important in life, dude. They are a major, major factor in, in some decisions in life. Yeah. No. Yeah. I agree with you, Tim. And I'm not we're not pulling teeth talking about this stuff. You know what I mean? It's it's something that it's an important thing. And maybe we can set up a uh a, a, a dual teeth whitening trip. Tom and Tim get their teeth whitened together. <laughs> I might have to pay more, you know, because I got more space to cover, but uh, that would be. <laughs> yeah, bigger teeth, yeah. yeah there's a, well, you, sir, that's a lot of teeth to cover, you know. We only usually have to deal with that with, like, horses, you know, so. We, uh... <laughs> I need to go to a veterinarian. Yeah. <laughs> Tim, that's a shitty situation. Let me tell you, there's nothing worse than tooth trouble. It's like any any kind of tooth issue or or anything going on with your teeth, uh, like a toothache, a filling popping out, a root canal, all this stuff. It, it nobody likes the dentist. Nobody likes mm-hmm. getting getting work done on your on your teeth. That's that's awful. Hopefully, you get a, a nice, easy root canal. Everything's fixed and ready to go. And I'm hoping, year. Tom, maybe tomorrow. After my root canal, we can hop on real quick. We'll see. We'll see how it's affected my oh, speech. Oh man, if they still have the what is it, Novocaine? Uh, you know, if they still yeah. have that that going on there. Yeah, it's probably, it was a great root canal. I really like that. That really went yeah. well. <laughs> Tim, a couple sports things that I want to bring up before we get out of here. This past weekend, one of the most popular, I think, most popular golfers on the tour. And not not necessarily now. He's had a great year, and maybe he's been more successful than he's been getting given credit for over the last couple of years. But a huge win for Mister Ricky Fowler. And what I noticed about the whole thing was how much the crowd was into Ricky Fowler winning this tournament when he won. The reaction, huge pop, cheering for him, everything like that. Interviews after his win, and every I, I couldn't be happier. I love this guy. I love Ricky Fowler. I wanted him to win the U.S. Open. It didn't happen. He wins the tournament after that. But Ricky Fowler, incredible win this weekend. Did you get to watch any of that? I know we were down the shore, and uh, the no, cable, I, I was the cable able, wasn't very good. Uh, the I was able to actually watch it um, via stream on my phone through the CBS app. And it was cool to see because Ricky came – you know, he shot a very low uh, round three, which wanted him into the lead uh, for the Sunday round. And Tom Morikawa had an excellent round on Sunday and shot, I think, eight under to wow. tie Ricky 
for the lead, um, which caused a, a, a three three way playoff. I think it was Adam Hadwin, who was a Canadian, who was who was very famous for uh, last week or like two weeks ago. One of the fellow his fellow Canadians won a tournament, and he ran onto the actual green and got absolutely destroyed by a security guard. <laughs> he got a he great got, video. If you haven't seen it, he just gets but, leveled. But he's spraying champagne, and the the guard yeah. comes over and just. <laughs> but it's funny because he's in the position to win now, so he's on the final green on 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 Sunday on on eighteen, and uh, has a chance to win it. But um, it was just it's it's awesome to see Ricky win a tournament. Um, he's been in contention all year long. If you followed the PGA Tour, uh, Ricky has been close, if not. You know, towards the top, and a lot of these tournaments, he's probably playing better golf than than most players on tour. Scotty Scheffler is probably the only one that's playing better than him. Um, and he finally got his W. Um, you know, he was in contention for the U.S. Open a couple weeks ago. Um, but I mean, the guy has been the face of golf for a long period of time. Uh, he's in a little group. He's in like a groupie with like. It's him, Justin Thomas, and Jordan Spieth and Smiley Kaufman, all these guys who are like really good golfers that that have they're like a really tight knit group of guys uh, that really pull for each other. Um, and Ricky went through some some tough times over the course of the last like three or four years in terms of like his swing, and uh, it's just it's cool to see how far he's fallen and then how hard he's worked to get back to where he's at. Um, and a lot of people are crediting Butch Harmon, who is a swing coach. He's Butch Harmon's worked with Tiger Woods in the past. Oh, yeah. Um, he he went away from Butch Harmon for a few years and then finally came back to him, um, this last past year. And it's done wonders for him. And he's he's back in the winner's circle and he's competing for majors. And it's good when Ricky Fowler is playing good golf because he's one of the better players and most popular players on tour. Yeah, and that you know that kind of a comeback story probably adds to his popularity and the reason why people were so happy to see him when I know I love seeing him when he drained that putt to win the tournament and you could just see the the weight lifted and like cuz he's been right at the doorstep for for several tournaments now and just to to finally be able to 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 get that win was was pretty awesome to see. But there's a there's a there's a great did you see the meme? No, what? Oh, what with him, like so, the Ryder Cup picture? No, 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 no. There's a meme, and it's like because if you watch the end of that, when he makes a putt, he just like drops his shoulders and he looks up into the sky. And there's been a bunch of memes that says like people are wondering what like Ricky was doing like after he finally won his tournament, and there's a video going around, and it's him after he like makes the putt he looks up to the sky it's uh it's the happy gilmore scene where ah, happy yes with chubbs and, and the alligator chubbs yeah. and abram abram lincoln <laughs> <laughs> the internet's still undefeated undefeated tim we want to give a a quick shout out to one and here we go you ready for this one nick castellanos Oh, yeah, you said it right. Kudos to you. Thank you. I'm not saying Tim has corrected me multiple times on the show for the pronunciation of Mr. Nick Castellanos. Nick Castellanos, the Philadelphia Phillies, voted now for this year's All-Star Game. Congratulations to Nick. He's having a great year. Definite bounce back year from last year, which was a bit of a disappointment for, for a lot of fans. We expected him to have a bounce back year this year, and seems like it's happened. Hopefully, he can keep it up. And speaking of bouncing back, the Phillies have bounced back. Six games over 500 now. Another big win over the Rays today. A tough team in the uh, in the AL, and they've got a uh, the best team in the AL. And they've got a couple more games coming up in that series. I think they're going to be going into the All Star game on a positive note. We're going to be moving forward, and I think we're in one of the toughest divisions in the league. When you look at the Braves and how the Marlins have been playing, and then us, you got three teams well above 500 going into the All-Star break. And 
I think we're going to make it happen, find a wild card spot, and get into the playoffs. Now, once again, as we've been saying multiple times throughout the show, we appreciate you listening, liking, sharing, following, subscribing. Tell your friends, tell your family, Schmidt and Lavelle taking over Philadelphia. Tim, anything you'd like to say to all the fans out there before we sign off? Nothing, nothing, Tom. I think you said it all. I just want to say uh, appreciate the people in Seattle for having me. And, uh, hey, looking forward to next year. Cheers. Till next week. What an ending. What a, what a way to...